so stupid. It's so stupid. I wanted just one of these people to say, yes, I can make a rose from nothing. Ping, done. There's a rose made from nothing. Oh, sorry, but it only exists in a high dimension that you can only access after you die if you're really nice. Um, now tell me all the ways my rose differs from your god. Prove me wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a which came first, the chicken or the egg? Trick question. It's Yahweh. That's what Ray is trying to do. <laughs> Awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because of a weird dyslexic tea leaf reader situation. I don't really want to get into it, but I'm your host, No Illusions, sitting 700 okay. miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, though. We could do a Kirsten Cinema selection, I guess. I don't really <laughs> yeah. want to do that either. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, honestly. And unfortunately, Eli's going to be unable to join us this week, but in his stead, we're excited to welcome back the host of Be Reasonable, the co-host of Skeptics with a K, the project director for the Good Thinking Society, and everybody's favorite guest masochist, Michael Marshall Marsh. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Lovely to be here. I say I say lovely to be here. It's always a pleasure to be on the show. Always a pleasure to talk to you. But I've been involved in skepticism, skeptical activism, atheist activism since 2009, and you've made me do something today that I've gone 14 years avoiding. You've broken my duck. So that's what this is going to be. 14 years I've dodged this bullet and you've hit me square in the eye with this particular thing. Oh, awesome. I, I feel like we should like draw things out and let our listeners wonder what it is we made you do, but could be anything. Cold comfort that you haven't <laughs> dealt with this guy before. Well done. Well done. So tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? We watched Evolution versus God. It's the story of Ray Comfort standing outside a drug dealer's house on a college campus and ruining everyone's high with ambush <laughs> interviews the whole time. <laughs> Again. And Marsh, how bad was this movie? Well, if you like lukewarm creationist apologetics from over a decade ago, but you want them delivered by your uncle who's mad he got kicked out of the family group chat, you will love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, so this is the first time you've watched a, a Ray Comfort video? Yeah, it is. I've seen clips. I've seen bits of it. I got the gist that he's like, oh, you're going to ask people who, you know, aren't really going to tell you to fuck off questions that would normally make people tell you to fuck off. And then you're going to mm -hmm. edit out any times they still tell you to fuck off Yeah, for a career. I get it. But I've never <laughs> sat down and watched an entire 40 minutes of it uh, in, one, in one sitting. Oh, right on, right on. So I'm you're really welcome. glad we could pop your chair. Yeah, right. <laughs> As I was saying before we got on the record, like Heath and I have done half a dozen of these or so, and they're all the same. So it's really nice to have a fresh perspective on this so that we don't have to just add again to all our jokes from last time. Yeah. And now to be clear to the audience, there are multiple versions of this on YouTube. We went with the longest one because fuck us, <laughs> but it'll be clear why when we, when we get to the review. Before we do that, though, is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to go with best worst argument formula. And there's a lot of competition when it's a Ray Comfort thing. My favorite one from this video goes like this. Name a famous dentist. Too slow. Dentistry is fake. That is <laughs> a serious argument he will make throughout. Yeah, that's one of those ones where you're like, yeah, I actually I can see why this one didn't echo forward into his other videos. <laughs> so now this one's all about evolution or well, 
for the first half of it while he can remember that it's all about evolution. So I'm going with best worst temporal challenge. Over and over again, he basically asks a biologist to show him millions of years right now. He does. Right? He does absolutely <laughs> do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. And so many of them are like, what? What yes. the fuck do you want me to show? I don't know. We'll, we'll get to it. It's so well, stupid. Well, I can't see millions. Yeah. I want to go best worst response to criticism because as we'll get to in a moment, this is him responding with this video to an original cut of this video and all the criticism that it got. And, and some of the criticism that it got was, yeah, you talked to that guy, but like you've massively edited what he said in order to make it look like he didn't prove you wrong. And Ray's response to that criticism is essentially saying, okay, well, tell me the stuff that I cut out. <laughs> yes, doesn't work because you cut it out. It's like it's basically that memory game that you play with kids where you get a lot of items, their toys, and put a blanket over them and remove one. And it's like, tell me which one went missing, except you don't get to see it before the blanket goes right, over. Yeah, exactly. And it's not your toy. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Name a dentist. Too slow. I didn't cut anything. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want those poor college kids that Ray ambushed to be the highest people in the episode. So I need a quick break. But we're back in a minute with all the arguments against debating creationists that are evolution versus God. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first writer's room meeting for evolution versus God. OK, first of all, I don't think there are writers and meetings when it comes to Ray Comfort's videos. Yeah, I mean, there may not even be rooms, to be not honest. Not even rooms, yeah. Mm -mm. But second of all, who said you get to be Ray Comfort while Eli's away? Well, I've got the best Kiwi accent, so obviously it'd be me. You, you don't sound anything like Ray Comfort, though. Well, neither does Eli. Mm. Yeah, right, right. But I think I could not sound like Ray Comfort, too. Why not? All right, all right, let's hear it. Okay, okay. <clears throat> No, no, no. I think it's more like a gibbity, 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 gibbity. No, 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 no. Like gibbity, gibbity, It's high. It's gibbity, gibbity. I hate Maori people. Guys, I already started the skit as Ray Comfort, so I've got dibs. Damn it! I'm going to be Ray for this episode. Fine, fine. We'll just go with the half-ass gibbities this week. I thought, thank you, great ones, but thank you. Now, as I was saying. Welcome to the first writer's room meeting for evolution versus God. So I was thinking for this one, I debate some biology professors and experts and challenge them to prove evolution on camera. Okay, but what if they, you know, do? What if they do do that? Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll edit that part out. Right. Okay, but, but then your questions just won't have answers. Right, right. Mm. Crikey. Oh, oh, um, what if you also interviewed a bunch of students who just like too polite to tell you to fuck off? Because they're probably not going to dunk on you intellectually, are they? Well, not as often anyway. Right. Yeah. Not as often. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, by gibbity, that sounds like a great idea. Okay. But hold on. What if your brazen and unapologetic threats of hell make one of them very obviously weep behind her sunglasses? Oh, well, in that case, we'll linger. We're going to linger on that? Yeah, linger. Really soak it in. You're a bad person. Give it a. And we're back for the breakdown. And before we can get to the video proper, we're going to take a minute for a sort of preface to the second edition explanation. <laughs> this is actually the preface to the preface before the thing. Well, yeah, yeah it's like, right. It's right. so good. <laughs> yeah, so 
it starts off, it comes up and it's like Evolution versus God had over 4 million views on YouTube. You look down at the view counter and it says 83,000 and you're like, I don't know that I believe you. Okay. <laughs> he starts literally by saying, this is one of the most hated videos on the internet. Everybody hates my movie. Yep. Yeah. And, and oh, I wrote down at that moment, and that's going to be the end of the honesty for the whole video. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then I, I write that down and I look up at the screen and it says over 4 million views on the bottom of the frame. And then inches below that, it says 83,000 actual views. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Ab absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing. Just the idea that they're saying, you know, this is one of the most, it was one of the most hated videos in the on the internet. It's like, yeah, everybody thinks this is shit. So you know it must be good. Yeah. It's yeah. the opening, <laughs> opening gambit here. <laughs> No, he, he brags about the numbers. He's like, you know, this video had 90,000 thumbs downs on it. I'm just like, well, that's that's um, that's bad, man. Yeah, and it's, it's 90,003 now, just to be absolutely yeah. clear. Not yeah. to spoil this, but it's 90,003. Also, in, in fairness to him, though, we're watching the uncensored version. And we are. the claim is, I guess, that the censored version has 4.2 million yes. views, according. Yes. But that's clearly a lie, too. He has, like, his channel has, like, 1.2 million subscribers, which is already a lie. And there's no way they have 4.2 million real views on that other one. Absolutely not. I think he may he may have 4 million views because this video was like, I think, atheism, one of atheism's first introductions yeah. to him. This was one of the first ones that atheists picked up on 10, 11, 12 years ago, whenever the hell it originally came out. So I don't doubt that he had a lot of hate views on that. I'm, I'm actually surprised that out of 4 million views that he only got 90,000 thumbs downs. You should get a negative view. If like there should be right. there should be a way to be like I'm watching yes. this ironically. This is a minus one. Oh, uh, but you know what? That would have helped so much. That that would have that would have stopped the flat earth movement from ever starting if ironic views counted negative. Right. YouTube needs yeah. to get on yeah. that. That needs to be yeah. a policy. We need to talk to Absolutely. Congress. Hell yeah, man. But yeah, but so he talks about the atheist dust up over his videos like the atheist got really mad, especially Jacqueline Glenn. Right. The high, he says this high profile atheist was really mad about it. And I don't know if it's just me. I have no clue who this Never was to the point that I didn't even get her name. I was like, I, I thought he said Jacqueline Clan. And I, I Googled and I could not find <laughs> Jacqueline Clan. I was like, am I supposed to know who Jacqueline is? Did you find something fun when you Googled that though? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but I was like, am I supposed to know who Jacqueline Clan is? Like, wait, is that, is that Noah's real name? Is that why I'm supposed to know? <laughs> and I thought, no, wait, wait. Of the two of you, Heath is way more likely to be a clan than, okay. than oh, Noah. Okay. <laughs> but it's just because I wasn't tuned into Ray Comfort's accent. So yeah, it was Jacqueline Clan. Jacqueline Clan, yeah, which it, was yeah. Glenn, apparently. <laughs> yeah, okay. Glenn, I've yeah. still never fucking heard of her, but at least I've got her name now. <laughs> so now, yeah, he's like, Jacqueline Glenn blew her top. And I'm like, well, based on all the plagiarism accusations I heard, I think maybe somebody else blew their top. And she uh, repeated that. I, <laughs> I'm not so sure. But yeah, but he's like, critics of my video. I'm sorry, critics of my video. There it is. Uh, yeah, I got to be here for Eli. Pointed out it was deceptively edited and it wasn't. And I'm like, the fucking Jacqueline Glenn rant that you just played was deceptively edited. <laughs> you yeah. It's the level of like meta stupid here is amazing. It's priceless. So Jacqueline, we see her for a second. She wants Ray to release unedited videos of his interactions with atheists like PZ Myers, which is what we get for a bunch of this video. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> that's happening during a video made of nothing but highly edited clips. Like 
Noah just said, like the one they just showed us of Jacqueline Glenn. The entire yeah. genre of Ray Comfort's career is deceptive editing, except yes. he's so horribly inept at it that it's not very deceptive. <laughs> so it's a little bit less dangerous. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Ray Comfort's job is shallow fakes. That's it. He's a shallow <laughs> fake professional. Idiot. It's also worth pointing out, this is the one that we're watching, as we say, is the uh, Evolution versus God uncensored. Right. And we'll come to why it's uncensored, but it isn't uncensored because 40 seconds in, she swears at him and we immediately get a censor yeah, over right. her yeah, censor. Yeah, exactly. 40 seconds in and he's lied to us with the title. Yeah, they, they censor <laughs> a naughty word with exploding glass, like Michael Bay <laughs> yes. was censoring yeah. this one word. Yeah. It's so silly. <laughs> oh, by the way, the, uh, the uncensored version is... 13 seconds longer of, you know, oh, really? bonus right. debauchery that they, that they oh, left in. We should, we should yeah, do a side-by-side, side figure out what, yeah, right. No, I, I know what the, we'll get to it. I know exactly what the censoring is. Oh, it's okay. the thing that he complains about that YouTube did to this, where he blurred the faces. Oh, we'll get that's to it, right. That's what yeah. he means by censored. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. But okay. it's, so he just added 13 seconds of time somewhere too, on top yeah. of that. Okay. Excellent. Well, the explanation of it, yeah. So... <laughs> So, but then he points out that years later, Jacqueline Glenn forgave him and they became friends. And so now he's friends with a pretty lady. So <laughs> just in case you were curious, you don't know her. She's from Canada. But, I did a video uh, with a woman. <laughs> I, know, I know how that works. Yes, I do. But why did he like, did he only bring this up? Like only involve her criticizing him in the first place just so he could brag about the fact that he knew somebody that I've never heard of. That's yes. The, that's the humble <laughs> yeah. brag he's going for here. That's yes. literally it. Yep. That's yeah. a, that's 100% of it. But yeah, but this is where he tells us that his super popular video was removed from YouTube. And when they put it back up, they blurred out the faces of all the people who had contacted YouTube and asked not to be in this stupid fucking video. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so he put it back up with all their faces unblurred. Yes. This is exactly what's happened. Mm -hmm. This And this whole intro is just to complain about YouTube modding. This is, why did you kick me out of this Facebook group? I deserve to be in this Facebook group. You're infringing on my whichever amendment rights. That's what <laughs> yes. he's doing here. <laughs> yep. He didn't get amendments. He's not, he's New Zealander. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but so that, but that's the introduction to the uncensored version and an advertisement for the video that he did with Jacqueline Glenn. And then we get the for realsies intro, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, when he's like, here's, here's PZ Myers. He's an atheist who apparently just wants to eat his sandwich on this park bench in peace. <laughs> by the looks of the shop we're getting. <laughs> he's such a nice guy. But yeah, he goes, and honestly, I, I love fucking PZ's answer. Like the very first thing we get is him going, so why are you an atheist? And PZ says, because there is no God. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking good. Yep, because of what the word means that you just said, you're dumb. You're dumb. Yep. Please let me eat my sandwich. Go away. We also, we also meet Gail Kennedy, PhD here. She's an anthropology professor that he ambushed at some point. And I love her so goddamn much. Mm. I love her more and more as this video goes on. She's fun. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. She's great. <laughs> she goes, well, you know, atheism assumes that you can disprove the existence of a God. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know if that's, that's correct. She's like, but I can. So I'm an atheist. <laughs> yeah. She says, so she says, agnostic is a more correct term, but I'm an atheist. Yes. That's fucking amazing. It's such a great fuck you. <laughs> And in addition to a couple of distinguished university professors, we also meet the group of stoned 19-year-olds that he's going to browbeat for the next half hour for our entertainment. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, so here's PZ Myers, here's Gail Kennedy, and now here's a list of people who don't get to have Chirons announcing their professorships. And I'm not going to tell you why they don't get those Chirons. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we meet all our talking heads very quickly. And then there's this quote that comes up. And I love the guy reading the quote because this is just some dude who works at a fucking British shop, right? Being repeatedly asked to do it more Attenborough-y. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, he gives the live science quote of what Darwinian evolution means. Yeah. And I love when they do these because they put it up and they're like, according to Science Daily, the scientific method is when you do knowing stuff. Correctly. Fuck. Uh, back to you, Ray. Ray, what do you got going yeah. over there? Right. But but then you you just want to say to the movie, like, okay, so are we accepting live science then as an authority? Yeah, absolutely. It's literally just like every time we get one of these, we get them a, a couple of times in this movie. It's like live science and science daily and like, I fucking love science. And point number three on Google hits for what is science? It's just like Google <laughs> right. for two seconds. <laughs> There's other, this other uh, UCLA professor or two who cuts in here. I, I can't remember this guy's name. Oh, Craig Stanford. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's great. He goes, he goes like, well, you know, evolution proves that, like, if there is a God, he's superfluous, right? He didn't do any of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I, I know this is Craig Stanford because he's got the bookshelves behind him. And I know, you know, in this age of Zoom, the bookshelves behind you is a shortcut for like authority. But he's got the bookshelf directly behind him and one to his right, sort of uh, at a right angle. And it just looks like Ray has literally cornered him into taking part. <laughs> like it was, right. he, there was no escape from this corner other than to answer Ray Kumpf's Ray's question. Ray's throwing fireballs, doing drag. He's kind of trapped him. So, and then he goes through all of the the stone teenagers and asks them their majors. Several of them are biology majors. You know, he had to be mm. going like, ah, damn it! I don't normally get this many. I thought maybe some of you were. <laughs> liberal arts oh and one of those stone teenagers as well he's been asked gotcha questions and he's in front of a scene like in the background there's police tape saying caution yes, everywhere yes. it's like mate yeah. listen to the tape <laughs> listen to the tape <laughs> I also I have to point out this one kid because he goes like he's asking everybody their major and one guy we just get this very awkward like I'm a physicist mm. which is delivered in a, in a in a way that screams Dude, I'm a professor and you just asked me my major and I already told you I was a professor, right? <laughs> so. Oh, that's yeah, why he says it. Because I thought happen. he said it in like a, a slightly weird, creepy way. But I thought that's only because he knows what conversation he's found himself in. And so he's picturing the various effects the forces that operate in the edge of a black hole would have on Ray Comfort <laughs> during this conversation. Yeah, no, this is very clearly just a young looking physics professor who is like, I'm yeah. a physics professor. And then he's like, which ology? He's like, oh my God, I'm a physicist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then of course he asks all the stone teenagers if they believe in evolution and they do it's a fucking pandemic <laughs> and one kid says that he that they even strongly believes in evolution so it's like oh god it's worse than we feared <laughs> yeah and they said and do you think this is a belief and the kid says no and he says so when did you start to believe so we'll also know also <laughs> <Yes>. know <laughs> the image <laughs> Yeah, Ray seems very confused by the word believe. He's asking these people like, well, do you believe in evolution? And a bunch of them are like, yeah. Right. And he he thinks that's like a gotcha. And he puts a whole montage of people being like, yes, I believe in evolution. It's just, it's just thinking something's true. What, what do you think that means? Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. He thinks it's magic. No, yeah, he he thinks a lot of random words are magical, and we're going to see that over and over again. <laughs> he does even worse with the word kind. It's going to get insane. Yeah. Oh, God, kind kills me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so then we get whichever Attenborough corresponds to Staten Island again, or whatever. He quotes a science daily <laughs> definition of the scientific method. And then we get the first of Ray Comfort's questions. Can you give me some observable evidence that evolution is true? Yes. And I have an answer for this. It's like, yeah, Ray, I absolutely can. The appendix, vestigial organ, no function humans. And if you need observable proof, I will happily show you yours, Ray. <laughs> Just give me a knife and a few moments and we can sort this right out. Yeah, but that doesn't count for Ray. And he's like, show me a fossil of a T-Rex right now from your pocket. And they're like, what are you talking about, man? That's <laughs> right. nothing. His argument very quickly devolves into, okay, all right, well, can you show it to me while I've got my eyes covered? You know, because because <laughs> immediately the biologists are like, yeah, man, I can show you a fossil record for millions of years. And he's like, but that's millions of years. I can't see millions of years. And I'm like, but you can see fossils. Yeah. No, but Ray doesn't trust things he wasn't around to see. So, you know, now let's do the biblical flood, Ray. Right, And now yes. let's do the creation story, right. Ray. Yeah. He's skeptical of the time dimension because he can't see it, like, yeah. visually with his eyes. And this is also, this is the, this is the unedited film. You know, he's, he's saying he's not editing this stuff. He's asked that question, how can you prove this? Someone says the fossil record. He says, can you be more specific and give me one? We cut away to stock footage while the answer he gets back is, between six and seven million years ago. At which point I'm doing the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen meme of like, you see, there's a sentence that didn't flow because he's cut, he's edited. Right. That's why the stock footage is there. Right, because what Gail <laughs> yeah. Kennedy almost certainly said to him is like, I'm sorry, did you just ask me to give you one fossil that demonstrates the theory of how things change over time? Mm -hmm. No, okay. of course I can't give you that, you fucking idiot. Gail Kennedy is stoned out of her mind, is she not? <laughs> That's, she's the anthropology professor at UCLA? Yes. Yeah. He clearly just took like her first 10 bong hits of her life at like a party <laughs> with students and they like taught her how to dab and like <laughs> yeah. gave her a fistful of gummy bears because they knew Ray Comfort was out there and like, this is going to be fun. She's going to go out and deal with him. And that's it. She, she's someone who's been, who's avoided it her whole life, but literally saw Ray Comfort walking down the corridor towards her and was like, fuck it, now's right, the time yeah, to get into I this. Now I would like to dab, yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> at one point he's like, name one fossil. And she's like, I've six million years. Dave, <laughs> so like, right. the fossil, what are you All right, talking? Ray, that's like, that's going to be your only win. She's stoned out of her fucking mind inconsolably. <laughs> Fine. You get one. Oh, Fuck. So, and then he like, he, I guess he emphasizes his point about how we can't see evolution by having a montage of people saying large numbers of years, you know, millions of years, hundreds of millions of years, tens of millions of years, you know, as though that disproves it. Right. Yeah. Because we can't see over millions of years. So, okay. So then Schmavid Schmattenborough gives us a, a Dawkins quote. That amounts to basically him saying like, you know, we only live for a few decades. Evolution plays out over, you know, more than that. Right. So yeah. we generally don't see it. And, and I thought, you're right. We do only live for a few short decades. And you guys have had me spend cumulatively weeks watching shit like this. <laughs> like, that is percentage wise of my life is pretty high. Marsh, actually. Don't think about things no, when you're doing please, movies, please. please. What do we say? It's right on the board. 
Also, I'm pretty sure we've seen like bacteria evolve in minutes in the lab now, right? Yeah, yes. the L- Lenske experiment is exactly that. E. coli is, uh, there you is, go. is the okay. classic one. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to that experiment. Yeah. All right. <laughs> This is where as well, I realized that the voiceover guy, I didn't have him at Down as Attenborough. I had him as like a bad version of Christopher Hitchens. And then I realized I was just describing Peter Hitchens. (laughs) And it reminded me that there's that old cruel joke about how the Beatles are dying in the wrong order, which is very mean and cruel and unkind, but 100% true of the Hitchens. 100% true of the Hitchens. Who wanted Paul to die fast? Paul's awesome. That's good. Yeah, Paul's Paul's the fucking best. No, he died first, remember, in like the 60s. Oh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, right. But But the replacement Paul is still pretty fucking good. Yeah, he's pretty decent. He yeah. is pretty decent. Is that a hoax? <laughs> <laughs> also, can I just say in general, this is Ray Comfort doing a movie about evolution. He looks like the right side of a backwards evolution chart. Like exactly. <laughs> you could just put his hat. He looks like he's going to be an amoeba in another couple million years. Like he's on his way. <laughs> he does, but just to the he's left got, of like, him. like Benjamin Button evolutionarily. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But just to the left of him, like the few stages before that was like Chuck Norris in like the 80s or so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Somebody put that together because that's like an accurate next step. We found no, the missing it, links. Right. <laughs> so I also, you have to wonder like how Ray thinks like the city he's in got there since he didn't see all those buildings get built, right? Like <laughs> things... Jesus. But yeah, so he, but he, but he puts up the Dawkins quote. He puts up a Darwin quote that basically says the same thing. We can't see evolution because it happens over a long period of time. And then we cut to Ray explaining the concept. It's, it's saying too much to even call it a concept. The, hmm. the, the excuse of kinds to PZ Myers. This is so stupid. Mm. Yeah, this is a lot of the film. He talks about the different kinds. He, he says, you know, you've got the dog kind, which consists of the, the coyote and the dog. And I thought, and he said, end of list. So that is that is it. You know, that is the end of the <laughs> yeah. list. And I thought, God, wolves have got to be livid right, right? now. The amount of good work, <laughs> like the PR that has gone into wolves and they go behind coyotes. Right. So I wrote in my notes, they're basically as livid as I was when I saw on Twitter, someone announcing they were going to start a revolutionary new style of podcast where they seek out conversations with people they disagree with. So, wow. <laughs> I am the wolf. I say, you know, or when the street, uh, street epistemologist did the same thing on a show that they called being reasonable. Oh, wow. Wow. Podcast guys, lovely. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it started a little while after some of the street apologists, street epistemologists came to QED and uh, were told about be reasonable as a podcast. Oh, amazing! Like, mm, <laughs> that 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 inspires me to do something, <laughs> and that something is adding three letters to one of the words. <laughs> It's a show called Citation Needed when citation is needed is a stupid. <laughs> no, it would be terrible. So, yeah. So, but what Ray Comfort is saying is that evolution can't be true because animals never change kinds. They might change species, <laughs> but they don't change mm. kinds. What are kinds? Whatever he needs them to be in order for that sentence to remain correct. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. whatever word he zooms out to in his dumb concept. That is, that, that is backwards. It, it will mean every biological classification from kingdom to species, all of them at, at different points within this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so stupid with it that he, he talks about the, the, you know, the dog kind. Then he talks about the feline kind and the feline kind, he says, like the tiger or the kitten. But not the cat. You didn't go yeah. cat. The feline cat. You skipped cat. Amazing. Yeah. And his point is basically like, show me a cat dog right now. And like, what? You, first of all, we do have that. We actually yes. created one. I put a picture. It's adorable. Yeah. Cornell did this. It is adorable. It's mm-hmm. actually called 
cat dog in Polish because of the scientist who made it happen, I think. Well, and also, but P.Z. Meyer says, well, I can show you a a fossil of a common ancestor to both cats and dogs, which is exactly what you're asking for. And Ray Comfort's like, yeah, but how long ago was that? He's like, millions of years ago. He's like, ah, it doesn't count. I already said millions of years. Can't see that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's like, answer this question, P.Z. Meyer's. Oh, you can. All right. Well, I'll I'll put the follow up question to a random kid I found yes. just walking by <laughs> instead. <laughs> right, because right. because we cut immediately to this biology student going like, "I'm sorry, man. Are you asking if I have fossils on me now?" <laughs> right. Yeah. Are you holding? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's stupid. But the next step from Ray Comfort is. No, you don't have a fossil. It is Christian, specifically God, that did all of this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You have to right. keep that in mind. That's the context throughout. Right. The the therefore is amazing. We got this one poor kid that looks so sorry that he said yes to this. The Asian kid, he's going like, um, yeah, man, I went to the Smithsonian and the experts had put up this thing about all the different you know, the different various species that evolved into humans. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but you're just trusting them. He's like, over you, <laughs> over just some weird dude in California with a fucking porn stash. Yes, I definitely am. <laughs> yeah. And this is the kid who's a chemistry major. So, oh my God, the chemistry major didn't have two-hand knowledge of something that is not chemistry. Right. Well, we better go and pack up all the natural history museums right now. They all clearly <laughs> alive because this chemistry, this 19-year-old chemistry major couldn't prove evolution for us. Right. Yeah, he, he tricks a bunch of his 19-year-olds into using the word faith or agreeing to its use when, when he says that they have faith in evolution. Oh, yeah, faith in the experts? Faith? And they're like, uh, yeah, I sure do. He's like, ah, gotcha. And they're like, did you though? When? <laughs> Jesus. What one of the kids like actually knows what trick is being used here and he's super careful. He goes like, Well, yeah, man, I have trust in the experts based on the evidence that they've presented to me. He's like, so faith. And he's like, whatever, man. And then the problem here is he's not asking these kids, can you demonstrate evolution? He's asking, can you demonstrate evolution in a way that will be understandable to me, an idiot in bad faith? Right. That's what they're passing in this right. in all of their answers here. Yeah. yeah. And what he's tacitly asking without realizing it is, say something to make me go away because this is the worst day ever. And they'll come up with whatever they can <laughs> Right. Yeah. So we cut back to P.C. Myers. And he's, he's berating because he, P.C. Myers keeps going like, well, there are hundreds of examples of it. And he's like, give me just one. And he's like, I feel like hundreds are more convincing. But OK, how about the stickleback? Right. Which the stickleback is a type of fish that's just like genetically. It's just fucking weird and w where it comes from. It's not what you would. It's not related to what you'd think it was going to be related to. It would be a good example if he allowed P.C. Myers to get all the way through the example. But he's like, oh, what kind of animal did the stickleback fish evolved into and he's like a different species of fish he's like still a fish doesn't count yeah didn't yeah. turn into a bird show me a stickle bit no it doesn't fly i win that yeah that, it's, that's what kind means to him at this moment so it doesn't count yeah he, he wants the fish to have turned into something other than a fish and i think pz myers actually fucked up here i think he missed a trick because he could have shown ray a video of one of those billy big mouths and just blown <laughs> ray's fucking mind <laughs> like you see this used to be just a regular fish, but it's evolved to be able to sing Take Me to the River. So, you know, evolution is real. It's, it's evolved. It's tail away. It's just it's just on a piece of wood. It's part flat. Oh, then we get some random dude who's waiting for his family to get out of the bathroom at Disneyland or something. 
and we cut into the middle of whatever this guy was saying. No, it's not deceptively edited. And he goes like, <laughs> well, you know, when we came out of the ground as a mammal and Ray stops him and he goes, well, I thought we came out of the sea as though you only ever come out of one thing. Yes, yeah. Right. Ray Cumbert has only ever left one building in his life. And, the, <laughs> and he describes that way. But you can hear the panic in his voice when he realises he hasn't prepared any gotcha questions for the fact that our ancestors used to live in, under the ground for a while. Yeah. So he just didn't have that. He's like, could we, <laughs> can we get to the sea things? I've got sea questions. Yeah, I've got nothing right. for like the tiny little mouse-like things we used to be. Yeah, the guy's like, it's both of those along the way, idiot. And he's like, we're talking about water. I have, the sea is the water lung. <laughs> Fuck. Cut. Well, and his and his gotcha for the sea is so stupid, right? Because he's like, well, when we came out of the ocean, did we have lungs or gills? And I'm like, dude, there's a lung fish, <laughs> right? Like, like we have that missing. Like, we have that one. <laughs> Jesus. And then we cut back to him berating PZ Myers, and he's like, no, no, I'm not looking for a a, a, a speciation. I'm looking for a change of kinds. And he's like, <laughs> you know, what does that fucking word mean? And he's like, again, whatever I need it to. <laughs> PC laughs out loud as he realizes at this moment that Ray thinks the word kind is magical. <laughs> yes, like, yes, and he, he shows it. It's great. He's just like, yeah. oh, oh my God, you're dumb. Okay, we're going to have to go way back. Cut. There was also a great moment here where he's like stops in the middle of his video to show you how nervous he was talking to all of these people when they started getting angry at him. He's like, look, you can see my hand shaking as I harass this poor biology professor that thought I was asking these questions in earnest. Oh, no, it's because it's he says, like, can you give me an example? And the guy says, I'll give you thousands. And then, mm -hmm. then Ray's stopping there to be like, oh, I was so nervous. He was going to give me thousands or he's going to give me a perfect example. But he's just winding up to a point where this guy will not meet the ludicrous standard that Ray has yeah. deliberately said to be unmeetable. Yeah, and exactly. Then they, and then they show that guy in like the black and white pop scare view. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh, and also we go along his his bookshelf to point out that he had a nice copy of The Origin of the Species. So therefore he's wrong. But it's really weird because you see him like circle this particular copy and then look it up on Amazon. We see a screenshot of Amazon and it's like the anniversary edition or something. So, oh, he's got a, a Darwin book. So he's got to be full of bullshit. But the thing is, if you look along the shelf, he's picked a Darwin book of the Darwin shelf, every other book on that yeah, shelf right. is a version <laughs> of a Darwin book in one form or another. So, so here's the thing. No, here's the amazing thing about this, Marsh, is that that anniversary edition, that is Ray Comfort's edition of Origin of Species, which he and Kirk Cameron were giving out mm -hmm. on college campuses that had a whole big preface about how this is all bullshit and it's racist oh, and yeah, yeah that's and he, yeah. And he plagiarized darwin for like 50 pages he totally with out of context did. bullshit yeah yeah wow i didn't realize that so this guy had actually had one of ray's books on the shelf okay that makes sense why ray would pick that out right and and then ray explains to us like yeah the minute this guy realized who i was he respectfully kicked me out of his office <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that happens a lot to ray there's a lot yep. of people out there who are very respectful to ray in exactly the same fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just to be clear about Ray's understanding of kind here, his argument is everything is still 
a thing yep. after a thing called evolution happens. So evolution is fake. Yes. Because I can make it be thing. He says there's 14 definitions of species, as if to say, therefore, species is meaning. So, yeah, there is, there might be 14 definitions of species. Who cares? But there's also not one single scientist in the world who believes in your definition of kind. So there isn't even one definition of kind. <laughs> right. How many? Yeah, exactly. Well, and then fucking PZ Myers, we cut back to PZ Myers talking about the Lenski experiments. And he's like, well, you know, this, this is observable over a uh, human lifetime. And he's like, yeah, but there's still bacteria. And I'm like, that's a kingdom now. Yeah. Right. Now, so, if I showed you a cat turning into a dog, you'd just be able to say, well, that's still a mammal, right? Still matter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <Not> anti-matter. <laughs> exactly. I win. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, PZ needs a break and can't get one. So, we're going to take one on his behalf. But we'll be back in a minute with even more evolution versus God. Hello there. Hi, sir. Um questions. Can I help you? And also, why are you so very sweaty? Well, I certainly hope so. And and I carry the moral burden of a million dangerous lies that encumber me down to my eccrine glands. Sure, sure. Do you have an appointment? Uh, well, no, uh, but I'd like to talk to somebody here at YouTube about my video being taken down. Okay, so you came to our corporate headquarters? To you do know that? that video had over 90,000 thumbs downs? How am I going to get that back? Well, sir, this isn't how getting your video back up works. There's a little button you can click on and, and you fill out a form from your account. Oh, no, I, I, like I a, did that. A, it didn't yeah, work. Okay. Uh, so I called your office and some robot asked me to press one for English. That sounded communist. So I hung up and I drove down here. It's really scary. They let you drive. In it, though? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, sir. There's nobody here that can talk to you about your video that got taken down. We don't do that. Anymore. Oh, well, what if I demand it goes back up in the name of free speech? Yeah, we actually just have a security code for that. It's called a 346. Oh, well, what happens then? You get forcibly ejected, then make a video about how much we're a bunch of fascists that are trying to silence you, which you then upload to our website, disproving your own premise just by stating it. That's three, four, six. Oh, I see. I see. Well, um, can I interest you in a study Bible? No. I, I suppose I'll leave then. Yeah, he's gone, sir. He's gone. That's a great job, David. Another Christian voice that we've silenced before he could blow our whole evolution scam wide open. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I'll get Mr. Soros to send you a check immediately. Thank you, sir. And we're back for more of this shit. When we last left off, Ray was hiding behind the biologically undefined term kind. And we're going to rejoin the action with him defending himself against that very criticism, right? He's like, when my video came out, a lot of people gave me a shit for, for saying kind. But as you can see by these people nodding and going, uh-huh, they knew what I was talking about. They knew what I meant. Yeah. What actually happened, though, is some guy helped him out by figuring out what he meant and helped Ray by explaining <laughs> what he thought what kind would mean. Yes. And then he started to explain that to him, and then they cut because he was about to get a correct answer yeah. from one person. 
I had so much written here because when he says, you know, one continual criticism that I get, I assume he means one of the many, but he mm-hmm. didn't want to admit just how many people told him that his editing technique was lacking or that he frames his shot like he's filming a POV porn video where he exploits a random student in an Eastern European country. <laughs> he wants to leave those particular criticisms out. Yeah, he doesn't mention those ones. He's so close to these people. He has to back up. It's gross. You can see in one of the kids' shades just how close Ray Comfort is. You can see him perfectly framed. He's basically in this kid's eye. He's basically touching this kid's eyeball. It's it's, it's madness. Um, But when he talks about the kind thing, he says, you know, all these biologists told me that I was being a disingenuous dick when I forced them to talk about a nonsense term like kind, but they knew enough to call me a dick about it and therefore I win. That's (laughs) his thing. Yeah. Right, he he actually has a montage of like, he says, well, they didn't change kinds, and PZ Myers goes, uh-huh, and that's his evidence. Mm. See, he see, uh-huh, he knows, he, well, <laughs> they actually, they mistranslate it on screen, they write it as, aha, uh-huh, as though PZ Myers was excited to learn about the feline kind, but no, yeah, yeah. he was just like, yup, wow, you're done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, PZ Myers says, uh-huh, and right, and therefore Ray is correct. Or PZ Myers needs to learn how to do a non-committal mmm and that's interesting. <laughs> when he's faced with morons, morons like this, like, I run classes on it. Call me PZ. I can sort you out. This is an important skill. <laughs> now I just want to bring Marsh around and like try to like bait Ray Comfort into talking to Marsh. Oh God, I'd love it so much. Please oh. do this. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like, you know, I'm like, you know, if I sat around the UCLA campus, you know, three days a week for a month, I'd probably catch him, right? I look stoned. I always look stoned. <laughs> yeah, but then we got to bring like bail money and stuff. I feel well, like- and, and you have to bring somebody else to surreptitiously record it so you have an unedited version of it for, yeah, for later, right. yeah. Yeah. And you'd have to re- have someone else to like extract whatever you insert into Ray Comfort at the end of that conversation as well. So you've got to have a trained medical professional on hand. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> also, just by the way, what Ray means when he's saying kind, PZ actually explains it to him for a second. The only meaningful thing that Ray could be talking about is macro evolution, which is also real. And PZ starts explaining that and then we get a cut. Yeah. But Ray... Ray thinks there are 1,400 total kinds like on Noah's Ark, and that's what he believes. Well, exactly, exactly. That wasn't PZ that was talking about macroevolution, though. I, I, I want to point that out because I don't think I don't think PZ Myers would have used the term macroevolution to a creationist. That is a creationist term, not a, a biological one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but that's exactly what he's saying. He's, he's, he's like, that doesn't have a, a meaning. You've basically created a term specifically crafted so that it doesn't comport with reality and then you got mad at reality for not meeting your definition. Yes. Right? That's what we're watching. We also have him saying about how, you know, it's explained to him time and again that Darwinian evolution requires a long time frame to work. And he's like, okay, but can you show me it over not that? No. And and the way he's doing that is like, oh yeah, you can't just show me like these things turned into these things without showing me a process. Like he's denying that eggs, butter and sugar can turn into a tasty cake because he refuses to wait for an hour. Oh, you want me to just have faith? Just I should have faith that cookie dough turns into cookies? Ludicrous. Show me this cookie dough immediately turning to a cookie in my hand. You're telling me you just, you just throw it right into big oven and then it's out and you're, <laughs> I'm supposed to believe <laughs> that's that's not magic. Yeah, he keeps saying that and then they'll, they'll be like, no, I can't show you millions of years of evolution right now. And he's like, gotcha. And they're like, no, you didn't get me. I'm not. I am ungotten here. 
And then we get this long montage where we're going to rip Darwin's finches a new beak, apparently. <laughs> right? Because like he's asking people for examples of evolution. And of course, almost everybody's go-to here is, is Darwin's finches. Mm. And he's like, no, but there's still birds at the end of it. So it doesn't yep. count. And again, someone should have just fucked with Ray Comfort on this, you know? Like, okay, yeah, the Darwin finches, they actually evolved into Atticus finch, you know, from To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was one of those whole Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ooze situations. You know, some of them mutant in a sludge, sploshed onto a bird bath. A finch turned into Atticus Finch. Then he was trained in the law by a wise old barrister who, who turned into an eagle for some reason. And that's where we get the term legal eagle. There you go. I may have been drinking by this point in my notes. I've got to confess. This, this was a couple of glasses of wine in. I just wanted somebody like Ray's like, well, finches are still finches. I win. I wanted somebody to release a dove from their jacket and Ray would just be like, uh, all right. I go home. You win. Well, and, and then he's like, you know, he said, they're like, yeah, but they're, but they're different species. They're distinct species of finches. He's like, well, that's adaptation, not evolution, which is like saying those are innings, not a baseball game. <laughs> right? That's yeah. what evolution is. It's adaptation over time. Yeah. All, all of this kind of insistence on kinds. This is all coming down to this in, this ludicrous thing he has with kinds. And it's like, you know, name something that has changed kinds. It's like, all right, but first, Ray, you name something that has changed boobargadagle, you know, while we're making up silly terms that are not <laughs> useful in any way. Sure. You know, it's, it's a bit like, you know how as a kid, all dogs are boys and all cats are girls? It's like Ray Comfort saying, okay, now tell me how evolution works, given that all cats are girls. It's like, no, you, you've got a childish understanding that I first need to disabuse you of, otherwise we're not going to get anywhere here. Right, well, and the funny thing is, is that as so often happens in Ray videos, he doesn't know the difference of somebody being stumped and someone giving him that, are you being this stupid on purpose look? Yes. Right? Yeah. So we get this montage of people just going like, are you fucking serious right now, man? You know that like, Fish isn't even a biological classification, right? Don't you know that, though? Yeah. And it's great. Every time he's saying this to one of the students, it puts up what major they were doing. And I thought, oh, my God, why wasn't Eli on that campus? And I wanted to come up saying drama major. And then we cut back to Eli trying to be a finch. Just right. <laughs> try, to, try to encompass being a finch that Ooh. turned into a slightly different finch. A very slightly different finch. <laughs> Yeah, no, and, and he's like, you know, he's asking all these kids, can you come up with uh, proof of, of evolution? Again, we're still on that same fucking question. And of course, chemistry majors like, hmm, and physics majors like, hmm, and no biology major chimes in. The chemistry kid at one point is like, hmm, mitochondrial DNA? And I'm like, no, yeah, actually, you have that correct. Ray's too dumb to know that. <laughs> but yes, that would prove evolution. But then uh, ultimately... He makes the kids land on, so you just trust the experts that dedicated their lives to studying this and, and show their work and have a rigorous process of fact-checking. And everybody's like, yes. And he's like, ha, faith. Yeah. He shows a montage of these students being like, yes, in some context. <laughs> but it's really just them like blinking SOS and like tapping their head and looking around <laughs> right, their friends right. to extricate them. <laughs> exactly. He says, well, you know what we call that? Because he asked the one kid, he's like, you know, so you just trust the experts. And he's like, yes, I trust the experts. He's like, well, you know, we call that blind faith. And I'm like, no, like at best, it's faith. It's not blind faith. Yeah, exactly. It's not blind faith at all. It's reasonable faith. It's, it's proportional faith, proportional belief. Absolutely. Yeah. Trust. 
Yeah, no, he's like, he says, like, like, the kid just said he believed them based on the things that he'd been shown. And then Ray Comfort's like, well, that's blind faith. Like, no. no. <laughs> and also, again, as Heath has pointed out a million times, are we now saying that faith is a bad thing, a bad reason to believe shit? Because if that's the standard we're using, I'm willing to concede this point. And we are saying that because they literally pull up a quote from Richard Dawkins exactly saying that in the next moment. That's the next thing we do. <laughs> You're right. It's yes. Like you can't do a dick slap on the concept of faith without your whole existence being caught in the crossfire here. <laughs> You're a casualty of your own argument yeah, here. Faith has multiple definitions, much like species. The one for religion <laughs> faith is the dumbest one. That's like, yeah. this is a yes. dumb version of epistemology where you have faith like religion. There's also like, you have faith in your family. We're totally different. Different definition. So, and then we're, we're about to get to his second argument, which is great. But before we get there, after the Dawkins quote, I have to point this out because I loved it so goddamn much. He asks Gail Kennedy, the, the anthropology professor, if she believes in intelligent design. And her stifled laugh is my ringtone. It was just <laughs> delicious. She's like, oh, it, it's so good. It's like, do you think we're intelligently designed? It's like, Ray, I don't even think this movie was intelligently designed. It's definitely not <laughs> yeah. intelligently edited. So, so then we move on to what I found to be his most confusing dunk, right? Where he asked the girl, like, is the world intelligently designed? And she says, no, no, we evolved. And he says, okay, then make me a rose. If it wasn't intelligently designed, you should be able to do it. Yes. <laughs> but but isn't that backwards? Like, because she's intelligent and he's asking her to design. <laughs> yeah. But I think he was also saying you're not intelligently designed as well. I, mean, I couldn't quite tell. But it, it, it the analogy I wrote down is, well, is ice cream made in an oven? No. Well, are you an oven? No, I'm not an oven. <laughs> All right. Then you should be able to turn my microphone into ice cream this very second. Checkmate, Ray. QED, case closed. <laughs> yep. Also, again, when he's yelling conjure a rose right now, dirty atheist, if a magician with a hat does it, right. he brings out like if a magician with a hat can beat all your arguments, uh, you're an idiot. You're you shouldn't make your movie. Yeah. Right. Oh, I wanted to, this is where I was called tagging in Eli. I'm like, oh, Eli could have made him a rose right there. And then insisted, <laughs> no, man, I just I crafted this out of thin air. Why 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 do you why do you ask? <laughs> right, but again, just big picture. He's saying a rose can't just come from nothing. It has to be made by a ghost who came from nothing and then came to life and then created roses. That's yes. his theory. And then made a rose out of nothing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It, 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 it disproves. It accidentally loops back around to just proving whatever stupid fucking point he was trying to make. Yeah. He asked one kid, he's like, well, why can't you make a rose? He says, well, I don't have supernatural abilities. I don't get the question, man. It's <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. I wanted just one of these people to say, yes, I can make a rose from nothing. Ping, done. There's a rose made from nothing. Oh, sorry, but it only exists in a high dimension that you can only access after you die if you're really nice. <laughs> um, now tell me all the ways my rose differs from your God. <laughs> Prove me wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a which came first, the chicken or the egg? Trick question, it's Yahweh. That's what Ray is trying to do. <laughs> We cut back to Gail Kennedy for a second on intelligent design. She goes, so, so why do you think that they don't teach that in school? <laughs> and, and Ray has a comeback. He goes, 
well, because they're not allowed to. And I'm like, right, but why are they not allowed to, Ray? Mm, yeah. <laughs> they're also, there's a very good reason that they can't teach one plus one equals three in schools, right? Can you tell me what that reason is? <laughs> well, he, he can, in fact. It's the FFRF's fault, damn it. Yeah. Okay, but there is intelligent design taught at like every university. It's just in one of the fiction departments. We have, yeah, like, right. we'll let That's you true. talk about it. Well, we have whole fiction schools devoted to that nonsense, right? Yeah. But yeah, right. He he says, well, you know, the fact that the FFRF sues schools if they teach about intelligent design, that's why they don't teach it. And <laughs> so first of all, the FFRF does sue, but the suit is like proving that this is religious dogma, not science. Yeah. Right? Like that's how they won that that lawsuit was by by pointing out that, no, this is actually just religion pretending to be science. And the court's going, oh, you're right, it is. Yeah. In fairness to Ray, though, I talked to Jeff Blackwell. He's a professional atheist lawyer. If you bring a Bible onto campus and he sees you, he will tackle you and make you smoke the whole Bible. <laughs> That's true. No, he will. Jeff's big on that. Yeah. So and then all of a sudden we're talking about the Big Bang because apparently that's involved in evolution. Oh, God, I loved him. He, he sort of pricey the Big Bang. He's like, so there was nothing. Then uh, there's Big Bang, a big explosion, yada, 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 roses and giraffes. What more do you need to know? That's all the scientists can say right. about the Big Bang. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, no, you're right, Ray, it wasn't that. Instead, it was nothing, then light, then ground, then plants, <laughs> then eventually a light source, <laughs> right. yada, 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 giraffes. That was right. the right way it went. Right. But Ray's like, no, you were saying a bomb and then roses and giraffes popped out. And they're like, I'm not <laughs> saying that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, it, it like devolved into Monty Python's dead finch sketch. Like for real. Yes. Yes, you are. No, I'm not for so long. Yes. It happens a few more times. I like that it became a dead finch for the purposes of this analogy. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you. So and, and the chemistry student comes up at this point and he goes like, "Ooh, ooh, vestigial organs. I just came up with one that proves evolution. And I'm like, good. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well done. Why would Ray let somebody bring up vestigial organs in his movie? Like for integrity of editing, he left that in. <laughs> This one time? Well, because he has an argument. He thinks he has a refutation, right? He does think yeah, so. He does. He does. First, he's like, give me the definition of vestigial. It's like, okay, Ray, how about something? How about, um, here's this, something that used to serve a function at one point before it became outmoded and completely defunct, but traces <laughs> of it still remain, but uselessly. Like, for example, <laughs> creationism or Christianity. <laughs> did, did I win? Did I do it? <laughs> Christianity's connected to my spine, like the appendix. <laughs> yeah, but but one kid points out the the appendix, another points out the Cossack's bone, and they're like, yeah, these are things that like you know used to have some evolutionary function, and then they're just still sitting around. And he's like, well, actually, I think you'll find that the appendix is very useful <laughs> in some kind of like with sitting there anyway. So the body thought of something to do with it kind of a way, you know? Yeah. He's like, the coccyx isn't vestigial. It's attached to stuff. It's like, yeah, he's attached to stuff because it, cause it's there, right? If it, if it wasn't, if it wasn't attached to stuff, it wouldn't be there anymore. It, it would just fall right away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like if we had wisdom teeth that were just levitating in our throat, he'd become an atheist then? <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to this this fucking weird one that Heath's best worst, where he starts asking these stoned 19-year-olds to name famous atheists. <laughs> I want yeah. it so bad for one of them to say PZ Myers. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he starts with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Not an atheist. He likes Handel's Messiah. Doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Also, he just called him Neil deGrasse Tyson as he well. Did. So he didn't he even did. bother figure out what his name actually is. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. but Neil, he, but 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 then Ray comes up and says, "Ah, no, not technically an atheist because he wanted to get a show on Fox." Yeah. <laughs> right. And another kid says Isaac Newton. I'm like, "Ooh, terrible answer." That was Gail. Mm. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a student. Gail Kennedy said that. I'm like, "No, no, he, that you you teed him up on that because Isaac Newton was a theist." I do want to see all the names that were cut out because I I reckon there's a few names that he cut out because he did not have a good answer for them. Whereas he could answer Sagan and uh, and DeGrasse Tyson things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then he points out that apparently we atheists have a website that we use to convert people to atheism by just naming famous people who are yes, atheists yes, on, smart on that website. People. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> no, and like at first I was like, I don't remember that. But then I was like, no, I do. It, it was uh, it has the hard drive and the recycle bin on the front page. You guys probably went to it, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah that's the site. Yeah, one of the atheists on that site is Ted Turner, and that's actually how they got me on board. That's why Ted Turner, oh, the atheist. That's why interesting. I'm now an atheist because of Ted Turner. So in the interest of promoting his all the cool kids aren't doing it argument or whatever, he promotes this. He, he shows us this meme of like, it's just a bunch of famous scientists that says atheism good enough for these idiots. But all the people on that thing aren't really atheists. Sagan said he was an agnostic after all. Right. right. So he's he's not on your side then, Ray. He's explicitly yeah. not on your side of this. Yeah. Right. Mark Twain used God as a metaphor, so that makes him a theist, probably. Yeah, we'll ignore Bill Gates, Morgan Freeman, Carrie Fisher, who were also in this conversation, but we don't talk about them because Ray couldn't find anything about them. Uh, Right, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Albert Einstein, uh, I can't find any quote where he doesn't explicitly say that he's against my beliefs, but he fell short of using the word atheist, so also on my side. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Abe Lincoln. Turns out Abe Lincoln was actually a Christian. And then God fucking murdered him right after doing some really good stuff. Yeah, Yeah. right. (laughs) Who the fuck was saying Lincoln was an atheist? And then, but he's like, but there was one person on that meme that was a real atheist, Ernest Hemingway. And we're like, yeah, no, that's he's pretty. That's a pretty good one for us. And he's like, and he blew his head off with a shotgun. So there's atheism. That's what atheism gets you. Yep. Yikes. Woof. Yep. Everybody who's actually an atheist kills, becomes a raging alcoholic, and then kills himself with a shotgun. One hundred percent. It's 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 on the horizon for all of us. Possibly more so Heath than the rest of us, but all of us okay. are on that particular journey. I'm it's not- a good thing no what? Christians ever killed themselves, or this would be very awkward <laughs> for him. <laughs> She's, he literally says, he says, you know, Ernest Hemingway blew his head off. So there's your poster boy when it comes to atheism. That's a quote from the fucking movie. Yeah, him and Ted Turner, to be fair. But yeah, the two of them. <laughs> yeah. Prominent. <laughs> All right. Well, the, the Hemingway bit was low even for Ray. So I need a quick minute to calm down. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. What would you give to watch Ernest Hemingway kick Ray Comfort's ass? <laughs> would Hemingway rip his dick off in homage to The Sun Also Rises? What would that sound like, you think? Well, stick around for answers to far less interesting questions when we return for the generic Ray Comfort video wrap-up conclusion of Evolution versus God. Uh, hey, God, you wanted to see me? Yeah, Gabriel, come on in, grab a seat. Uh, so, what's up, big guy? Yeah, so I need you to kill somebody again. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Who's the target? Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) What? Abraham Lincoln, the abolition guy. I need you to kill him. No, I I know who he is. You you had me give him diabetes and syphilis. 
Also, his his wife. <laughs> That's right. We killed a bunch of his kids, too. It's classic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So go ahead and kill that guy. Sorry. Are, are we pro-slavery? Yeah, no, good question. Uh, I'm kind of testing the wind on that one to see how the numbers shake out with all the people. But it fucks up my book either way, so he's got to go. Okay. I, I mean, I'm, I'm on it, obviously, but ju- I'm just curious. Wait, what is your source of absolute morality? Oh, I don't have one. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's the best. Are, are you a good person? Get the fuck out. Meeting over. Get out. and we're back for still more of this shit and we're going to rejoin the action having abandoned evolution entirely i don't think that comes up again in the entire movie and now as the skit may have suggested we're on to the argument for moral absolutes now the way this argument is supposed to go for the creationists is do you believe in moral absolutes no and then they keep asking you increasingly immoral things so this isn't absolutely immoral this isn't and you're supposed to have to keep saying yes uh, as though you're then endorsing those things right yeah but I, i'm not clear from this whether ray is pro or anti moral absolutes it, i genuinely have no idea having watched this i don't know where he was going with it and and where he falls on that issue Right. Well, yeah, he does it. He employs this argument so badly that I thought I needed to clarify in my notes what he was going <laughs> for. So, you know, PZ, he asked PZ this and PZ wriggles out of it as best as you can wriggle out of it. And he's like, and, and Ray Comfort's like, so who makes the rules? He's like, well, we make the rules based on our collective societal morality. He's like, so if Hitler made the rules, then Hitler would be moral. And it's like, no, man, then the rules would be immoral. Yeah, it's like, so if Hitler made the rules, like, right, do you agree with Hitler? We make the rules, Ray. Unless we are all Hitler, we can say to Hitler, your rules are bad. Right. Unless you think we should be going by Hitler's rules, Ray. Is that where you're going with this? We actually did a war about this against yes. Hitler, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, we had a whole conversation yes. and everything. And then he really leans into the, do you agree with Hitler kind of thing here? Because he's like, well, but, but Hitler was just putting into practice survival of the fittest. And PZ Myers is like, no, he wasn't. And and Ray Comfort's like, well, what was he doing? And PZ Myers is murdering people, <laughs> right? You get how the Holocaust is different than Finch Beaks, right? Right. right? Like, seriously, you, you must be lying right now. It's amazing. PZ Myers buried a landmine right in front of Ray Comfort in full view. Then not only did Ray step on it, but then he also included him stepping on it in his fucking video. Yes. <laughs> right? Because because the only way Ray Comfort can say that survival of the fittest is what Hitler was doing is by implying that, like, Jews were unfit. Yeah. And he's saying, well, you know, the, the evolution in its rawest form is cruel. Therefore, all non-raw forms of evolution are also cruel, is the argument he's trying to make. It's like, maybe don't look at things in its rawest form. There is subtlety <laughs> right. and nuance and context in the world. Right. No, he has no nuance, though. He's saying... Evolution and the Holocaust both have dying in them, so yep. tied. Right. <laughs> he says he says it's survival of the fittest, just like the lion eating the antelope. I'm like, you're so bad at this. Is that why we don't have <laughs> antelopes, you fucking idiot? Right. What you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, so yeah, all cruelty is the same as evolution. And if you press me on this, I'll cut this interview from my video. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like uh-huh. I did with the other people who did that. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he asked someone, if your neighbor was drowning and your dog was drowning, which do you save? Dog. And people are like, save the dog. But I know, like, save the neighbor. The dog can probably swim better. I mean, come on. The dog is probably going to be a better swimmer than the average neighbor. I don't know, man. Well, yeah. Fucking my, my neighbor's car alarm went off 28 times yesterday. I feel like I'm the one drowning them. In yeah. this circumstance, I'm, actually. I'm saving the dog that is really good at swimming either way. I just feel like <laughs> I would murder most of my neighbors to save right. a dog. Right. Well, so, like, okay, <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. But here's the thing. Now, I think what happened with this, because he asks everybody this, you know, if you if you could save your neighbor or your dog, which would you save? And most of them ham and haw for a little while and land on dog. I think he expected of them to unequivocally be like, well, I would obviously I would save the human. And then he could go, yeah, see, because evolution's wrong. You know that humans have a soul and dogs don't. And then when people are like, uh... I actually would save the dog. He went. Yeah, you're probably an evolutionist, though, huh? That's why you think that that that's okay, <laughs> right? Yeah. I see. Okay, because I was thinking, you know, he's doing this whole if a dog's drowning and a person's drowning, what do you do? I was like, okay, right. Let's let's flip the tables here. Let's say a person is starving or a church needs a new roof. Who do you <laughs> say, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think we know the answer to that, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, just be clear from an ethical perspective. The, the correct answer is the dog. The dog is less likely to have known the danger it was putting itself in in whatever situation it is. Yeah, and dogs are better than people. Yeah, but the dog's more likely to just be enjoying it. It's enjoying a little swim. It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's enjoying it. The dog probably jumped in of its own accord just to have a little swim. Yeah, so, and like eugenically speaking, dogs are better. I'm just saying. Like, I know, I know that sounds bad, but like, if I'm picking okay. one, all right, you're agreeing with Hitler now. All of a sudden, you're giving. Uh, you're what giving do you mean right. by eugenically speaking? I, so, I mean that just the Eli. Uh, no, he's from not a pro eugenics <laughs> point of view, or in, in terms of their 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 ability to do eugenics. Oh, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Mm. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about that. Although a dog has done eugenics. No, it wasn't. It was a cat. What? It was a very famous case of a cat having done eugenics. What? Um, a, <laughs> You're going to need to explain this one out, Mark. I'm, I'm going to go there. So <laughs> this may be apocryphal, but I, as, I, as I recall it, and so people go away and look this up, there was a research scientist who moved to a small island to study the local uh, flora and fauna, and he brought a cat with him, and his cat brought back a dead bird. And it was like, oh, wow, we've not seen this bird for a long time. We thought these were extinct. And by the time he started studying the bird, the species of bird on the island were extinct because the cat personally extincted them. Like one oh, cat extincted oh that entire species of birds. <sighs> yeah, don't you don't bring a cat with you, man. Damn. But but yeah, so like but basically so Ray is saying, oh, so you guys think that dogs are more valuable than humans because you would save your dog versus your neighbor. And again, that that's not even as, as dumb as this point is. That's not even what they're saying. They're saying that they would save their dog who they have a personal relationship with over some random stranger that happens to live next door. Yes. Yeah. Right. Whereas, whereas Ray is just ranking the species. You know, your dog is worth less yeah. because they've got fewer evolution points. And that's why you think <laughs> right. that way. Right. And and then to emphasize his us evolutionists think that, you know, animals are as good as people. He throws this quote out from Richard Dawkins, where he said, well, I'm sorry, Schmavid Schmattenborough throws this quote out, where he says, any fetus is less human than an adult pig. Yes. Which is probably, I guess, correct. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but it's weird out of context. It is. Well, the previous <laughs> Dawkins quote was like Dawkins pre-2011, so you're like, okay, I don't have to like read this through my fingers to hope that it doesn't go somewhere terrible in the end. <laughs> this one this one feels a bit more like the don't take my precious honey trans people are ick version of Dawkins. Yeah. And it was yeah. literally taken from Dawkins 
Hawkins Twitter. So although it did have context on there where he said, with respect to those meanings of human that are relevant to the morality of abortion, Mm -hmm. then we can say that a fetus is less than a pig, which is in a very specific and limited weird way. It's not in all situations pre-baby is more human, is less human than a, than a pig. That's not what he was saying. If it's a charming motherfucking pig, I think I'm on board with it. <laughs> like Bay. Yeah, if it's, if it's Bay. If yeah. it's like doing the sheepdog thing, if it's, if it's the, the pig from Charlotte's Web, which was some pig. It was absolutely some no, pig. No, it was. It was some <laughs> yeah. pig. So, <laughs> so, and I also want to point out that at this moment, he's talking to Gail Kennedy at this moment. I had paused it. Lucinda walked in. I was writing my nose. Lucinda walked in on the pause and she says, well, it looks like she just smelled shit. And she and it did. It absolutely did. So what another another point for Gail. She won this this episode. She she smelled shit with her ears. That's well, that's what I'm right. yes. <laughs> There's also this great moment where one of the one of the students that he's interviewing explains that, you know, there's no afterlife. And he tries to do the stupid analogy. You know, a radio, just when the radio's broken, it doesn't mean the signal's gone, but he doesn't know how that works. So instead, he uses a car being turned off. Yeah. 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 The uh, Transformers have a soul apologetic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, uh, Jacob, just uh, imagine for a moment that you're Kit from Night Rider. Um, would you have a soul then? No? QED. QED. Right. Give yeah. Me, give me. So he goes, is there life in you? And he goes, and, and the kid goes like, yeah, man, that sounds like a threat when you ask like that. He's like, that's your soul. Boom, I'm done with this guy. I'm done with this guy. <laughs> but then inevitably, inexorably, we arrive at the are you a good person portion of the program. <sighs> mm. Now, Mars, this is your first experience with this. I should I should point out that every single Ray Comfort video ends with this same bit where he goes around and asks, are you a good person? And then he says, well, have you ever told a lie? Have you ever stolen anything? Have you ever looked at a woman with lust in your heart? Well, then you're a lying, stealing adulterer. Yes. Yeah. 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 I get that. I I get the sense that he does this all the time. I mean, he does that in his obituaries to Tina Turner. So he's going to do that in the things that he's filming and editing. Yeah. God. Also, I don't know if this was an editing choice or just a coincidence, but everybody in this montage got way more stoned on way more powerful drugs somehow during this part of their interaction, <laughs> which is fun. I think there's just an act like that. Like that is the effect of talking to Ray Comfort for, for so long. Yeah. Right. Like you just get more stoned as you like the, the, the dumbness just sort of rubs <laughs> off. Or something. I also I want to point out how excited everyone's yes for have you ever looked at a woman with lust was. Right? Everyone seemed proud at how lustfully they'd looked at a woman or a man, depending on the gender that he asked about. But I thought that was interesting, right? Because he did say to more to, to all the guys, have you ever looked at a woman with lust? Because you know, you gotta you gotta uh say what the gospel says. But for the women, he said, You ever look ever look with a man with lust? And I thought, is that what the gospel says, or have you changed the words because I don't know, <laughs> Jesus is fine with girl girl? I don't know why you've decided to uh, to, to change yeah. that to make a point, Ray. Okay, my, my favorite person during that moment was super stoned lady with sunglasses. Who's just like okay, Julia? Just yeah. yeah, just playing Simon Says with Ray and like enjoying it. He's just being like, "Say liar, mm. L- liar, <laughs> say thief, say thief." She says it, and then he's like, "Do you ever look at a man with lust?" <laughs> and she pauses for a long time, and she's just like, 
oh, lost, like a physically attractive man. Sorry, you're like right there, like five inches <laughs> for me. So close. Well, but the best answer for this one clearly goes to Gail Kennedy. I laughed for so long because he asks her, he goes, have you ever looked at a man with lust? And she just stares at him for like this long second and goes, not recently. <laughs> <laughs> Literally 20 yeah. seconds of that. I counted yeah, that was, the videos. 20 seconds. That was good. That was good. He, it's, he does a thing of like, what would you call me if I told loads of lies? And it's like, ah, oh, cut to 20 minutes of tape of us coming up with insulting names for rare comfort. Like, please <laughs> just let us, this episode, basically, to be fair, this episode. What would you call me if I told loads of lies through selective editing that completely distorted what people were saying in order to <laughs> yeah, make a point thing. that they didn't make? I'd call you Ray Comfort. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We get to watch Julia, the, the big sunglasses girl. We get, get to watch her realize that he's an insane religious person. Because like up until now, she's just been like, oh, I'm going to be on some video or something. And then this is where he starts saying like, but have you ever used the Lord's name in vain? And she's like, oh, for fuck's sake, this was all this, wasn't it? Damn it. Oh, yeah. Damn it. And he says, and you know, and that's only four of the Ten Commandments. And I want him to carry on. Like, now let's talk graven images. How are you with a hammer and a chisel? Have you uh, ever wanted to kill a guy? And I'm like, have you wanted to kill a guy? It's like, yeah, just, just one, Ray. J just one. <laughs> so then we, we, we cut to him asking somebody if they would sell one of their eyes for a million dollars. Yeah, the asking price for your eyes apologetic. I was like, okay, Ray, you know what? I'm listening. I'm listening. Right, the right. Where are we for going? Eyes. What are you doing with this? Yeah, it's like, so the things that you can prove exist and are useful are valuable to you. So what about something unprovable and imaginary, Ray? Right. How, how valuable is that? Well, and that's exactly it, right? That's, that's where his point. apologetic is going. You wouldn't sell your eyes, but your soul is even more valuable than your eyes. Yeah. And you're selling that for just some porn. Sell me your teeth. I'm the tooth fairy. That's the end of my <laughs> argument. It's insane. <laughs> and is this where he thinks he's got a whistleblower when I'm not even convinced he's got a whistle, like metaphorical or otherwise? <laughs> I don't think Rick Hubbard has a literal whistle, let alone anything else. Yeah, he goes, he go. he explains here that creation is, a, is proof of a creator, which is correct. Now prove it was created. <laughs> no? Oh, is that just, oh, it's tautological? Never mind then. And then he starts telling all these 19... And this is the part of this that I hate the most, right? Where he starts explaining to all these 19-year-old kids that they don't really believe in evolution. They just want to watch porn, so they've rejected Jesus, right? He actually says to P.Z. Myers, he's like, you know, I would, I say that you intuitively know that I'm right. And I'm like, I say you intuitively know that you're a fucking chicken, <laughs> right? So we can all do this. Yes, yeah. And also, when, he, when he's saying it to PZ Myers, he has to cut away like two seconds into the clip to, to like some <laughs> stock footage because he can only find two seconds where PZ Myers is not looking at him like he's a fucking moron. Right. He's like, these are the only two seconds I could use because the rest of the time will not help my point at all. Well, I think we get this super condescending montage where he starts telling all of this, the stone 19 year olds, he's like, you know, you have value and you're, you're important. And it's like, man, nobody was questioning that um thanks i guess <laughs> jesus this is where he he shows us the graphic of his um right wrong 
crossroads sign. Oh, oh my god, this 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 hurt me. This physically fucking pained me. This physically fucking pained me because he's he's got a, a crossroads of uh, right wrong meets ethical unethical. Listeners, picture that in your heads. Picture how that crossroads would look. Okay, now bear in mind that he's got right at basically north, so wrong is west. And unethical is south and ethical is <laughs> yes. east, which means unethical. Like if you travel southwest, you are equally right and wrong. Yes. You can simultaneously right and wrong. I wonder what he thinks an axis is mathematically. Oh, he like, does not understand them. Unethical becomes right if yeah. you reach the <laughs> intersection. I don't. Yeah, Negative numbers exist in a different dimension in his head, according to this. <laughs> according to his own insane two-dimensional representation of a single dimension because he just put two synonyms next to each other. Right, yes, exactly. According to that, half of all possible Cartesian morality space is an ethical gray area. Like two of the quadrants. <laughs> yeah, ethical yes. wrong shit yeah. or unethical right shit. Yes, exactly. But also... It- because these are all, you know, it's a, it's a crossroads, they're all at 90 degrees. If you come up 45 degrees either side of right, you're either right and ethical or right and wrong. What is the origin in his head, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, good point. So, yeah, and, and but then he explains to the kids that they're like a person drowning in the ocean with a big money belt on filled with heavy gold. And he's just trying to get him to take that off. And I'm like, you should really save the dog actually in this instance, (laughs) (laughs) fuck the person. But I like, honestly, this is not like all the way through this video. I keep thinking to myself, Oh God, what I wouldn't give to have been the person that he walked up on it. But this is the part where I would punch him, right? Like this whole, like, but I care about you and I want your soul. Like this is the part where I would turn him inside out and just walk into a jail and say it was worth it. You know? Yes. Yeah. This is where he's saying like, do you know what God did for guilty sinners? It's like, is it drowned us and all our children? Cause it, it is that <laughs> it is that. No, after that, after that, later. After that, God paid our fine so he can legally dismiss our case, which isn't how courts or judges or fines work. Nope. None of that. The <laughs> no. judge can't choose to pay the fine for you and then dismiss the case. Like, for you to be fined, the case has been heard. A right. sentence yes, has exactly. been passed. That sentence exactly. is a fine. Yeah. <laughs> But but again, like this, it, it, you step outside of already knowing Christianity's nonsense and think about what he's saying here. He's like, God loves you so much. He killed his kid for you. The least you could do is say thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and this is where this portion, the first time I actually sat through this amount of Ray Comfort, this portion was really starting to grate to me. And I started writing. God, he's fucking relentless, isn't he? And I thought the only way you can stop him using this footage, because clearly you can't object to using the footage because YouTube will take the footage down, then put it back up with a blur over your face and he'll take that down (laughs) and put up the original. (laughs) So the only, only thing you can do is to, when you see Ray Comfort, immediately get naked and waggle your cock <laughs> at his camera and then he can't use it so like if you if you all li- listeners listeners if you ever see ray comfort just immediately start undressing as a protective measure like you're trying to run away from a bear you know just one piece of clothing at a time and he'll stop and he'll, he'll like sniff and like scratch at the piece of clothing it'll give you time to escape yeah also hold up a large clock with a second hand the whole yeah, time. Yeah, right. That would be helpful as well. He's like, you know what Jesus's last words on the cross were? And I'm like, well, it depends on which gospel you're reading, actually, Marge. Which is which is strange because you would think that that's one of the details that they would that they would agree on because 
it's so important. But no, his last his last words on the cross were, it is finished because your sins are finished or something. You don't think he might have been talking about the crucifixion was just no, finished? You don't think no, when that was, was done, clear. he was just like, oh, that was a whole thing. <laughs> finished. <laughs> And then, as though he knew I was going to be referring to him as stoned 19-year-olds in my notes the whole time, he asks Julia, the sunglasses girl, how old she is. And she says 22, but that's clearly her practiced I-can-have-a-beer answer, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this yes. is inconsolably high lady with sunglasses. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, when are you going to die? And it's just like, now everyone should punch you, right? Now just oh, yeah. the world should punch you. And she's like, I don't know, man. How much longer do you plan on talking to me? Because I'll blow my fucking <laughs> brains out right here. I will pull a goddamn Hemingway if you don't shut up. <laughs> yeah. But in fairness, like, how old are you and when are you going to die? I mean, that is a conversation many of our listeners have had with their homophobic or transphobic parents. So, you know, <laughs> a lot of people out there are getting it. Well, right. Yeah. Ray Comfort probably thinks that's just a natural thing to ask in the course of a conversation. <laughs> when are you going to just die? Or a natural thing to be asked by someone <laughs> Yeah. But she's just weeping with laughter at this point, just being like, I have no idea. I'm nodding at this person. I'm going to go back and get more drugs in a second. Uh, and this is why he's saying, like, you might die tonight or tomorrow. I'm not using scare tactics, like I assure, because those sound pretty much like scare tactics. Yeah. He's saying, you know, 150,000 people die every 24 hours. They're all making plans for next week. It's all right. I mean, <laughs> some of those people die by suicide. They probably aren't making plans for next week. They're probably not like making restaurant reservations, all I'm saying. You can shave probably, a few hundred probably. off that number. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Jesus Christ. There's a guy, I'm getting so bored with the video at this point. There's a dude behind Julia trying to learn to juggle. I'm shouting tips at him. Yeah. <laughs> So, but Ray's like, you know, oh, I've been reading the Bible for 40 years now. And I'm like, wow, you were a very slow reader. He goes, there's no <laughs> mistakes in it. And I'm like, we were just talking about Jesus's last words on the cross. Are you sure we're going with no mistakes? <laughs> he says, you trust all these people who tell you you're a monkey. So now why not trust a made up guy who says you're magical? And then he does, I think, probably the weirdest gotcha in the whole video where he does the basically what the cows drink trick yes with shop and stop oh my god yes He'll, he's asking so this is the bit and of course the audience has, has heard some variation of this he says spell shop and then they'll go s-h-o-p and he's like what do you do when you come to a green light and people will say stop but it's a green light so you go when you come to a green light get it that is his example of fallibility Yes. So now all we have to do is get Ray Comfort to say toast five times and then ask us what we get put in a toaster and he'll have to accept that he's wrong about God. <laughs> all right, yeah, clearly. Right, right. Well, that's just the thing. If someone had said go, would he stop believing in God? <laughs> <laughs> she shall she fuck. I'm an atheist. <laughs> he's asking him, he's like, are you going to think about the conversation we had today? And they're like, yeah, man, for the rest of my goddamn life. <laughs> Oh, God, is, is this where he says, like, yeah, have you thought about this stuff? And the guy says, like, yeah, my brother told, my brother is like you. He's basically saying, like, yeah, yes. my brother's also an arsehole just like you. So I have to think about this stuff a lot. It comes up weirdly often. Yes, I think about this all the time, right? There are other people like you out there, unfortunately. Yeah, right, right. And then the other professor with the bad toupee cuts in and Ray says, like, hey, is it possible that you're wrong about God's existence? And the professor is like, yes. How about you? And Ray's like, no. I'm like, I can't believe you kept that in the fucking <laughs> yeah, movie. So, oh, 
Oh, okay. Okay. I guess that's a, a, okay. But he's like, but he's like, but I know God personally. That would be like asking if your wife exists. And I'm like, no, but I can prove to a doubtful, skeptical person that my wife exists. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, no, in fact, it's the same. It's the same with God. You know, God also does for Ray that thing with the ice cube and the silk scarf. So Ray also <laughs> knows that God is definitely there. <laughs> all right. Ray. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, that what's makes that? sense. <laughs> Marsh, what's so, that? So you're not you're not married, so you just don't know. You just you don't get to know. It's not a single person. Married. So and then it's one of those sex life things only for married people. <laughs> don't don't call me on my sex jokes, Heath. I've got no follow up. Don't call me. On <laughs> It's when you. Um, no. It's not yes and, it's yes full stop for me. It's yes full stop. That's how the joke works. <laughs> and as though I needed to love Gail more, we cut back to Gail and she goes, I generally don't engage creationists because it's not good for my blood pressure. <laughs> I'm like, Gail, you had me at looking like you just smelled shit. <laughs> She's the best. And then we and then we get Gail basically saying, you know, I think the problem with people like you that don't accept evolution is that you you lack imagination. Yes. And I'm like, that's a really nice way of putting it. No, she's absolutely right. They even need other people to invent their imaginary friends for them. They can't even do that bit of it themselves. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then we get what I can only describe as a I ain't no fish montage. The entire closing montage is like a strong emphasis that he's wrong and he's oblivious to that. Like he doesn't know that he's showing us people proving him wrong. Because he keeps showing these headlines that are like, you know, well, scientists looked into it and Ray Comfort's wrong. And he's like, yeah, that sounds kind of silly, doesn't it? Yeah. Why does he have a montage of him checking the internet being like, all right, let's see if I'm still wrong. Fuck. Okay, let's try another one. Fuck. Do these articles change? It's weird how many of the articles that he throws up are British sources. Because, like, I guess American news doesn't reliably disagree with Ray Comfort, which is a worry. Right. Unfortunately. (laughs) He tells one of them, he's like, don't put your trust in fallible men. Trust the infallible person that man told you about. Um, You don't know him. (laughs) He's from Canada. (laughs) And then he pitches us on his evidence study Bible. And normally I would just end the the review before we get to this, but it's so funny. He keeps putting like, he's, he keeps flipping through it and there are mazes and connect the dots and shit like that in his study Bible. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's a section about optical illusions. In yes. The Bible. In his study Bible. It was, it was just like, stare at these dots. Now look at this area. Yep. God, I have no idea what could possibly be happening there, but that's, that's what they show. I, I wrote in my notes. I'm like, damn it. Now we probably have to do this one after we get done with David Icke, you know? <laughs> and also he's like, he's like, and don't you think that my evidence study Bible doesn't call out Mormons and J-dubs and Catholics on all their bullshit? Because here's a section on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it is fun that they shot in the Mormons and the J-dubs. That, that's fun. That is fun. Yeah. yeah the fun. audio at that moment is like, the book also tells you about cults and we see Mormons, Catholics, Jewish people. Yeah, so, it is fun. Yeah. Yep, yep. So yeah, so that's our assignment. I guess we got homework from this one. Lucky us. And well, that's going to do it for our review of Evolution versus God. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to lay another trap for ourselves next week. So tell us, Heath, what's on deck? Oh, we're going to be watching Christian Saturday Night Live. Oh, good. Fire by Night, the truth about 
rock. <laughs> I assume <laughs> oh, that's rock and roll amazing. music or stones, one or the other. Oh, or or crack. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Either way, it's worth getting excited about. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 406 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to Marsh for his indefatigable patience. Be sure to check the show notes for links to more of his stuff. And a perhaps even huger thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation to patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn only access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist Citation Needed D&D Minus, The Skeptic Crowd, available wherever podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All the other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bostigam, no illusions promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. After seeing this video, the God of the Universe went on to give Ray Comfort a really big kidney stone for fucking up the argument this bad. <laughs> that really happened. Noah went on to leave the accent work to Eli forever after. I thought you were great. You were good. I was good. It was good. Ray Comfort went on to have 12 years to make this bullshit look better, and this is still the <laughs> yes. best he came up with. Yes. <laughs> this was his second effort. <laughs> I seriously, I tried to do Ray Comfort like twice today, and both times I was like, give it up. I started to do like one noise, and I was like, huh? Nope. <clears throat> I don't have it. I don't have it. If you throw in like a little a little sharks in the water, you can get into an Antipodean sort of uh, accent. That's what I was, what I was finding. Is, like, I had to like, shark. I had to write down like what I was going to say, and then I would have to reword it. I'm like, mm, no, I need more R's. I need more soft R's for this to sound right. Oh yeah, the R's are, are like the sand for the walking accent. Like they, yeah, like, make it right, work. yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Sand. <laughs> yeah, I came in on four on my recording. I said four five, but I forgot to hit record until four. But I've got four and oh. five, so you should be able to. See as long as point. you got four and five, it should yeah. be all right. It was the last second you said recording. I was like, yeah, no, it's fine. No, it's going to be uh, recording. And literally, as you get to three, I was like, oh shit, I need to do that as well. <laughs> Otherwise, this doesn't go so well. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> this would be the worst time to fuck it up too. Because I'm doing the Zencaster, and I will always, most always forget to download the shit before everybody jumps off. Uh, right. On, on I'll try and remember to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Ray on. Gibbity gibbity. Get my get my Ray going here. <laughs> That's good. That's I, thank you. I was I was I was a little nervous, but I'm getting a little more Ray comfortable with it as we go. So <clears throat> nailed it. Interstitial one. I'm so nervous about having to do Ray Comfort. I'm so glad to have that over with. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was solid stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Um I was I was just talking like him all night last night, driving <laughs> Lucinda nuts. Lucinda's like, you you said gibbity like I'm gonna say two thousand times. A lot, a lot of gibbities. All right, here we go. Interstitial three. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.